on the U Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I am joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, how's it going? It's going great. A day after uh, signing day. Yeah, very uh, very lively signing day. <laughs> yeah, very lively, yes. As, as Manny Diaz said, peculiar. Yeah. It was more like a national coaches introduction day for for the Hurricanes. Right. Um, we got to talk to, yeah, we got to talk to all four of Miami's new uh, defensive assistant coaches. We will talk about them in the second half of this episode. Uh, but it was also the first time we got to talk to Manny Diaz since the bowl game, um, and obviously a lot has changed since then. Um, I, th- I think the money quote from yesterday was, uh, "quote I'm going to be the defensive coordinator." Um, if there was any doubt about what exactly his role would be, it's, it's more than being just the defensive play caller. It's, he's going to be the guy in charge of that whole side of the ball. Um, what, did, what did you think from uh, hearing from Manny yesterday about what his plan is uh, for the defense next season? Well, he's, um, he's, you know, he didn't talk too much about other coaches, yeah. you know, chipping in on it, with it or whatever, but uh, he made it clear that defense was his baby, that's that's his expertise, and, uh, you know, uh, that's why he came there in the first place, mm-hmm. to Miami, before he became a head coach, and that, uh, that he feels responsible for what happened this season, as they went, they just got much worse in the defensive categories, and that he's the one that is going to fix it. He said he's going to fix it. And uh, that he said, you know, the one thing I think all of us were wondering about, and the fans too, understandably, is, you know, can he do that and still, you know, have a handle, a total handle on on the team because there's a lot to being a head coach. And he made it clear, in his opinion, he can do it all and, uh, part of the reason is because he because he said he'd been there already as a head mm-hmm. coach two years, so a lot of the kids already you know got to know him and know how he works and what he expects and um, and he feels very confident and secure that that it, that it'll that it'll work out and that a lot of coaches well I know I, I should say I don't know how many but they're you know. Enough coaches are call plays, but but a lot of them are offensive coordinators. Yeah. Um, so you know, you talked about that. A yeah, I mean, Mark bit. Rick um, did that. And Miami didn't really have Mark an offensive Rick. coordinator when Mark Rick was here, for better and Mark, for worse. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And what you say is true. I mean, that was the the last year Mark was there. The last season, we everybody asked every week. Are you thinking about getting an offensive coordinator? Or you, you know, so um, you know that was that got to be a problem, right? Also, uh, so uh, we'll you know we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, he's he's a good, I think he's a really good defensive coordinator. Um, I do wonder myself how much it's going to take him away from the everyday things, if there's a crisis, if there's yeah. whatever, how stressful that's going to be. Yeah, so a couple things stood out to me uh, from what uh, Manny talked about yesterday. One was the presence of Todd Stroud, who obviously uh, you know, was a good defensive line coach for them last year. 
uh, I guess the last two years. Um, moving him to an off-field role. I can't remember right now what his title is, but um, as Manny put it, like he's going to be able to handle kind of the off-field administrative duties. Remember, he was hired originally to be chief of staff before Jess Simpson left, and there was an opening at defensive line coach in Miami, moved him there. So, so that's a big reason why I think this is possible. Um, I think it's notable that they hired Bob Shoup as an analyst. Um you know, pretty big name analyst, as big a name of an analyst as I can really remember Miami having uh, recently. Uh, kind of in the mold of like what Alabama and, you know, some of the, really Alabama is kind of the template for um, getting former coordinators, former coaches to be analysts. Um, I think that gives Manny, you know, in, it gives him another guy to kind of delegate some of his responsibility to potentially. Um, and then I think just the right. presence of Rhett. Rhett Lashley makes this all possible, right? If, if they didn't have an offensive coordinator like Lashley, who, you know, I think we joked sometimes last year that it sometimes it felt like he was the head coach. You know, when they were on offense, he really basically was like the head coach of the offense. He had, it seems like, had full autonomy for coaching or play, personnel decisions. Obviously, he's the play caller. Um, you know, the offense is totally his scheme. It's, you know, nothing, you know, it's not like Manny Diaz came in with a, uh, an idea of what kind of offense they were going to play. And, and the fact that Rhett Lashley, I think, um, really commanded total respect from the offensive side of the ball in one year, even in this weird COVID year where, you know, they, they weren't, it wasn't like they could spend a ton of time together. Um, the fact that he was able to command the kind of respect opens this up for Manny where he, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's going to work out, but it made it possible. I don't know exactly what kind of administrative things, you know, Todd Stroud will be doing. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I think what you said makes sense. Um, we're just going to have to see. We're just going to have to see mm-hmm. what happens when he gets, when he delves into it so deep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the story I wrote this week ahead of signing day was kind of, it was about the recruiting department. And I, I talked to Andy Vaughn, the director of player personnel for it. I don't think I used this quote in the story, but I kind of just asked him about the size of the off-field staff because it really, you know, it's like double right now compared to what it was when Manny first got here between, you know, the recruiting department that now includes Mike Rumpf. Um, at, we mentioned Bob Shoup, mentioned Todd Stroud, obviously Ed Reed as chief of staff. Um, and the, right. the thing Andy Vaughn said was, you know, I asked basically like, is this just what everyone's going to do? Is this the trend? Everyone's trying to copy Alabama. Are they, is everyone going to try to have a ton of guys off the field? And he said that basically, you know, it's like the way any business would work. You, you want to have as many people who could specialize and just kind of focus on a, a small amount of tasks as possible. So like you said, I don't know exactly what Todd Stroud's duties are going to be. But he's a guy that Manny Diaz is going to trust a lot to kind of oversee whatever those tasks are. I think Manny, he's never, except on the defense, he has not struck me necessarily as like a micromanager. Um, and I no, think, he, and he said it. He yeah. said that. He's a and micromanager of the defense, clearly, because that's why he went over back over to that side of the ball. But um, just in terms of, you know, he knows his strength. He's going to let everyone else do what their strengths are. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He said he's a delegator. He also, you know, he's, he definitely has made it clear that he's the guy on defense. Yeah. But I, 
I mean, I think that's a positive sign. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's a good, put it this way, it, it couldn't go on the way it was. And, right. Uh, I, I think it's a good move until proven otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on paper it makes sense. Again, like, I think if we heard he was going to call offensive plays, like, assuming he was like an – like, if Rhett Lashley goes in two years and is coaching Iowa and their offense stinks his first year and he's like, I'm going to go back and call plays, like, no one would bat an eye. Um, it's just the defense it's – it's more unusual for a defensive coach – and Manny raised a good point. Most coaches kind of are offensive-minded at this point um, in college football, right. most head coaches. Um, so it's just a little yep. bit more unusual to hear a defensive coach doing this. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think, again, like you said, on paper it all kind of makes sense. You know, would they be better off having a big-time defensive coordinator? Yeah, it's possible, but, you know, that clearly wasn't, wasn't available to Miami. Um, you know, and it's notable, like – does anyone on the defense even have a co-defensive coordinator title at this point? I mean, maybe maybe Travis Robinson winds up with it. I think they. I think Jess Simpson is a guy that maybe. internally or, or just in the college football coaching realm, I think people view Jess Simpson as a guy who down the road could be a defensive coordinator because he's like you know a legendary high school coach. But for now, I mean, it really sounds like it's going to be all Manny uh, on that side of the ball. And and also. And Jeff Simpson now is the. This is kind of interesting. They, I assistant you know, head coach, right? Head coach. Which he had that yeah. title the first time he was here too. Uh, yeah, I get. I think so. But but you know what? Todd Stroud had it last year. Yes. Yeah. So that's of, it, uh, you I can. Mean, t- it, it's kind of the job for the guy that Manny like trusts for like administrative stuff. Like obviously he does with Stroud. Um, you know, given that like that's what he's made his entire job into, and I think Jeff Simpson. Because he was such a good high school coach, um, you know, that, that's a big program he was running at Buford. Like, he's he's kind of got right. that head coaching mentality, um, which I think could help, you know, on that defensive side of the ball. Man, he wants to run as much as possible, but he is going to have to find, like, his couple guys he trusts. And, you know, DVD is young. This is basically his first time coaching. Um, Jonathan Packey is young. This is, you know, his first coaching job he's had. Um, Jess Simpson and, and um, Travaris Robinson, and I guess Travis Williams too, who was what a co-defensive coordinator at Auburn. Like those are guys that he could potentially like trust if like you know if he's called over to the offense. Like any one of those three guys have experience of like running a defense, basically, which I yeah. think will help. Sure. Yeah, it will help. Um, yeah, he has kind of veteran guys, some veteran guys matched up with some younger guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think all of that will help. And, um, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to, to Manny is going to be, if we thought he was hyped before, you know, yeah. he's really going to be hyped up these games. Don't you think? Yeah. He's going to be, I just, you know, somebody, who was it that asked, I, Maybe it was Tom D'Angelo. D'Angelo asked um, about from the Palm Beach Post. Uh, from the Palm Beach Post about the, he was talking about halftime. You know what I mean on game day? Oh, how yeah. he, How that would work? And I think Fanny was talking about well, they're they're gonna just have to when things have to change. You know, like during the game when he's 
focusing on the defense and stuff, what if, you know, other things have to be discussed, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's so, where I think, like, having those veteran guys will come in. Like, if he has to, you know, deal with something on the offense at halftime, like, you know, just whatever, whatever it happens to be, you got to have, you know, Travaris Robinson has a lot of experience as a defensive coordinator. Like, maybe he's got to be the guy who kind of, like, gives the speech or whatever. Like, there, there's going to be – he's going to have to – he has to trust his assistants, and that's why it's so important that he – I think really improved the coaching staff this off season, really over the last two years by getting Lashley, who, getting Travaris Robinson, getting Travis Williams, and, and getting Jess Simpson. I think are all, you know, guys who are like on the upswing as coaches, and like you know, we all think Fred Lashley is going to be a head coach pretty soon. Um, you know, Travaris yep. Robinson has been a defensive coordinator. Um, Travis Williams was a co-defensive coordinator as a young up-and-coming guy who. You know, I, I think is probably on that defensive coordinator trajectory. Same with Jess Simpson, who was you know for, working for the Falcons last year. Like he could easily be a defensive coordinator somewhere in a couple of years. So he's got good people around him, um, and I think he had, you know obviously like Efrem Banda was good. He's a defensive coordinator at Utah State now. Todd Stroud was really good. Um, like he had good people last year, but I think it's just a, they upgraded a couple places on the fringes um, by getting T. Rob and. Uh, Travis Williams in the building. Definitely, I I mean they're these these new guys really have uh, some strong upbeat yeah uh, energetic personalities. Yeah, let, let's take and, a quick break and then let's talk about them because they I, I enjoyed talking to all those guys yesterday. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May fifth. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. We are back. Um, let's start with Travis Williams because he's the one we have not talked about at all on the podcast. And I think he's the one who, out of everyone, like really hit a home run during his intro press conference yesterday. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, he was great. Um, funny. He could <laughs> he was, he was, um, he was trying to hold back at some point. Uh, he was so enthusiastic. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, in fact, I, I just, you know, posted a story. He's a rapper. Yep. And, um, I just, I just, just now posted a story about him, about him rapping. He's prolific. He's really, really, really talented. And, um, you know, and I said, uh, that we sense a UM rap coming for Alabama and, you know, a couple of people, I asked him about it and someone else asked him about it and, you know, how he got into it and stuff and. Um, and, you know, it, and I asked him about Alabama because he's from Auburn. Yeah, played at Auburn, coached Auburn. at Auburn. Yeah. Yeah, was a star at Auburn and 
I, you know, that's where he came to UM from just now, and Auburn people hate the Crimson Tide, hate. And, uh, you know, he, <laughs> I asked him about that. Like, I think it's uh-huh. just so ironic that they're starting out, with that UM starting out with Alabama. And he really played it down, man. Yeah. He really kept it cool. You know, we, well, it's it's a long t- time from now. We just got to take it day by day. And Alabama, you know, respect them so much. They're national champions. They're the, I mean, I, I could just see all his all the guys at Auburn now laughing if they were if they read his quotes. Yeah. Um, uh, but just a what a great personality. And then and then after that. He couldn't. He, he just kept going on and on about how psyched he was to be at the U. Yeah, he, like we um, couldn't get him off the call at the end. He just kept. Uh... I, could you tell Cam was Cam was like, oh, okay, well, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, Cam Gorby, the uh, the <laughs> PR guy, probably he was fired up. I mean, he he his energy is like infectious, like legitimately. Um, you know, he told us the first day he got in that linebackers room. Um, he had all the linebackers. First of all, he told all the linebackers. He walked in the room. He said, "There's a there's an all conference linebacker in here." Uh, he, you know, basically trying to instill that confidence in them that one of them can turn into an all ECC guy. And then he had them all write the name of their favorite, like legendary Miami linebacker on the on the board, so that those names will kind of be there all year as reminders. And um, actually, Tom Green from AL.com. Uh, like retweeted my story yesterday about it and said he basically did the exact same thing when he got to Auburn. He told all the linebackers right. like there's an all SEC linebacker in here and uh it panned out for them. They I think he at the time he arrived there he was Auburn's most recent all first team all SEC linebacker and you know he developed the next one when he was there. So, you know, everyone sounds good in the introductory press conference, but he's obviously got the track record too and and you can see like why guys great. love playing for him? Oh yeah, I mean, he's uh, for sh- for sure, and he, ha- he has a very very good reputation. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, very good linebackers never... coach here. He's been a very good recruiter. Um, yeah, I mean, you can see he's like a, a another young and up and coming coach they have on this staff. Yeah, I I'm kind of excited to to be able to deal with him and and see what he does with the linebackers because. The linebackers really uh, need help. Yeah, to me, I know T. Rob was the one that got a lot of people excited early on because you know he's got the recruiting yeah. chops. He's you know what, like went to Coral Park, I think, you know from down from here in South Florida. Um, but just given what the linebackers, you know, there was a position in flux last year, and um, they they didn't you know they had a disappointing year given. Uh, the status of the position, I kind of feel like he's the biggest addition they made. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, I, I, and you know what? All these guys um, seem they seem to get along. Yeah. I, I one one thing I have to say about Manny Diaz is he usually, although this. This year, maybe who knows what happened in the past year? I don't know with the, some of the coaches leaving, but mm-hmm. I, but how you know you could definitely understand Bonda going to become Efren Bonda, a, a defensive coordinator. Yep. But maybe he was kind of resentful in a way, you know. Or I, I have no idea. I'm, he's such a great guy, yeah. And and that might not be true at all. 
but I, it just seems like Manny Diaz's coaching staff really, uh, really gets along well. Yeah, and T. Rob and T. Will are like they played at Auburn together, I think, right? Like they they've got a connection going way back. They have a they have a yeah they're close and uh, uh, yeah I mean all, all all their guys their their offensive coaching staff you can't Garrett Justice yeah you, you know he's such a great guy I mean such just it seems like everybody is really 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 uh, um, yeah. personable and you know that's important the chemistry stuff I think between coaches that's yes, really important. Definitely. Uh, I guess we should throw this in here. Just what do you think of Blake Baker leaving? That was uh, kind of seemed to happen really quickly. Yeah, um, I I think it was a natural because he basically been demoted. It's LSU. That's his place, right? Yeah. And he had basically and, been uh, demoted at Miami. Even if, you know, yeah, I don't think, it's not like he was getting a salary cut or anything, probably, but, you know, he was, he lost his play calling duties. Definitely demoted, and, yeah, and, and I mean, you know, and the, the fans were brutal, I understand that, that's yeah. the way it is, and, uh, um, he, he kind of had nothing to gain, you know? He yeah. Was, he was demoted, and I, you know, he wasn't going to get it back, he was never going to get back, and, and it's LSU. Yeah. It's not like it's a minor program. Right, I, mean, right. I think he's from there. He's from there, right? Or that's where he coached. Yeah, I mean, he, he was a Louisiana Tech with Manny. So, like, he's, yeah, he's, he's from the area. Yeah. Louisiana. And, and I think uh, one of the – I think during his presser uh, this past week, somebody asked him if he would have stayed there or something. Um, they asked it in a weird way. If he were, you know, if he were the defensive coordinator, because he still was technically the defensive yeah. coordinator, because they didn't change his title. But he said, yes, he said he would not have left Miami um, had it been for anywhere but, but like at LSU. That there's no way he was leaving. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I just, I don't think he was leaving to go anywhere. And and did it catch Manny by mistake? By surprise, probably not. Yeah, I think? mean, they, they got T-Will pretty quickly. And, I mean, it was kind well, of, you know, maybe a little bit of a passive-aggressive move by Mandy to pull the play-calling duties and know that maybe, you know, maybe, maybe Baker was going to be on his way out. Because, again, they just needed some new life at linebacker. Um, it clearly did yeah, not work last year. All right, we're, yeah, we're, we're going sure. pretty long on T-Will. Let's, you know, let's bounce around the rest of the coaches. We've obviously talked about most of them, but... Just your first impressions of uh, T. Rob. T. Rob, I think he's, I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be a really good mentor for um, Demarcus Van Dyke. Yes, definitely. Uh, who's Demarcus is now the new cornerbacks coach, and T. Rob has that new title of defensive backs coach as opposed to, you know, before with Ephraim Bonda being the safeties coach, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and, and Mike Ruff being the cornerbacks coach. Yep. I mean, it's, it's obvious, and Manny said it too, uh, that, you know, T-Rob is the, kind of like the big boss yeah. over the knees. He's the, kind of like being a defensive coordinator and then whatever. I, he's definitely in charge, and, it, and I think he's going to, 
he's going to teach DeMarcus as they go. I mean, DeMarcus, to me, that's the one, uh, the one interesting, I, I don't want to even say question mark, but kind of the one area where, you know, you got to keep an eye on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. DeMarcus is a great guy. I really like him. I covered him. Yeah, we just don't know what he's like as a coach. We don't know how good of a coach he is. He's coached one year at a junior college. Yeah, exactly. So I think think T-Rob is – if they didn't have T-Rob, they wouldn't have two like DeMarcus Van Dyke. Yes, I agree with that. And if if they didn't have – if – T-Rob wasn't DB's coach. I don't even know if they would have DeMarcus Van Dyke as cornerback's coach. Like, if they still just had, like, Efren Banda as safety's coach. Like, I think it helps that T-Rob is a guy who... He's been a defensive backs coach, so you can tell that's what he likes to do. He likes to work with all the... The entire secondary kind of as a cohesive unit. Um, but, you know, if he was just the safety's coach, like, I don't know how I would feel about DVD, um, you know, basically getting that oh, promotion. Yes, yeah, 100%. Uh, highlight yeah. of the of the and, and, and David the other thing oh, well no 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 yeah yeah you're right no I yeah just, I was thinking about something else yep uh, highlight of the interview session was probably T Rob saying he couldn't get uh, James Williams to answer the phone when he was uh, trying to recruit him <laughs> in South Carolina and now he's like up oh, now you, you got to answer now yeah right now he's got the last laugh yeah That's exactly true. yeah that was kind of funny. Uh-huh. I, I thought the highlight was the end. Yeah, the end. T will <laughs> you're saying just like not kept, not getting off the phone. He kept going. Yeah. yeah, he kept going, saying he wanted to see us from now on. You know, put yeah. on the video screen or yeah. whatever, put on the uh, in the Zoom session. Yeah, half of us don't put it on, and, ha- and a few of us do. Yeah, so. and T Rob, another guy. You, can, I mean, another guy with a really good reputation as a recruiter. And you can see why because he's got that personality. He's not the same as T will who's like super. Exuberant, but he's you know, still the very personable. Got got all the stuff you look for in a guy who theoretically should be a good recruiter. Um, yeah, he wasn't. As, he, you're right. He was not. I mean, I don't know these guys. That was the first time yeah. I talked to him. But he wasn't. He you hit it right. Right, what I was thinking. He was not as exuberant to us. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but um, yeah, a little more serious, I would say. Exactly. Which probably, so, you know, he's been coaching a long time. What was that? He's been coaching a long time, whereas T-Will's still really a young guy in this business. Yeah, yeah. he is. But, but Jeff Simpson um, is very uh, hyped up. He's kind yeah. of a hyped up, and he always was. Well, when he was here before, he was too. Pretty exuberant. Yeah. Um, before we talk about Jeff Simpson, do you want to... Just we talked to DVD. Obviously, you know DVD really well. What did you think talking to him in his new capacity yesterday? I, he's he's excited. Yeah, like and, you can kind of tell this. Like it was kind of what you were just talking about. Like he's ready to learn, basically. Like he, you don't, you never want to have a position coach who's learning on the job, but like you have to sometimes. Like and he's, I, I like him. Because yeah, he's he's pretty. This word is always used, but he's very authentic to me. Yeah. Like DVD, he is what he is. Uh, he's just a, a, a nice, friendly, tells you, you ask him something, and, it, you know, he tells you the truth. Um, I don't know how long that lasts as a coach. Mm-hmm. But um, he's, uh, he, he was, 
he was funny. I, you know, he was tweeting. I don't know if you saw some of his tweets afterwards. Yeah. He's saying that people were telling him that he talked too fast. Or yep. Yeah, I think he's like Boomhauer from King of the Hill. Yeah, it's really the first, like, really like the first interview he's, like, formal interview in this se- session he's, or in this, um, you know, in this format he's done since probably yeah. he was an NFL player, right? Like, Yeah, he's done, he's done some radio interviews. Yeah, uh, but nothing, nothing like yeah. a press conference kind of deal, so. Yeah, but, you, uh, but yeah, but as a, right, exactly, true. Yeah. I, as a player, he, he did a lot of interviews, but he's, um. You could tell he's excited and fresh and um, uh, and wants to learn. And he, he, he said right out that he was going to uh, Mike Rumpf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he's like a big brother to him. Yeah. And that, um, you know, he's, it's weird that they kind of swap jobs and, um, and that he's, you know, he's taking the advice. By the way... I, I don't know if you were going to, like, segue into Mike Rumpf. Uh-huh. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, Mike Rumpf now is the assistant director of recruiting, yeah. and that's the, that's the job. They just swapped DVD and Mike Rumpf swapped jobs, yeah. which is really interesting. Um, and um, I, like, I like what – I really like, actually, what Manny Diaz said. And this is one thing I really like about Manny Diaz. He's, he's smart. You know, he's very perceptive. Um, and he, he said that basically Mike Rump's strength was, is dealing with people, um, uh, you know, being a, a, I I don't want to being an ambassador. He didn't say the word ambassador, but it's a recruiting, it's a recruiting thing. It's just when people come on campus, when players, uh, uh, parents and stuff, but he, but Mike Rumpf, he said, there's, you know, no one who cares and loves the university, yeah. you know, as much as Mike Rump does and is, and really, really does love UM, played for UM and mm-hmm. knows a lot about it. And, um, but I, you know, that I'm sure that makes them kind of feel bad about about coaching. Well, the the kind of the the thing that stood out to me was when you asked Manny just why they made this change, um, basically. It's pretty unusual. Um, And basically all of his answers had to do with recruiting, right? It's not like, you know, it's not like he was like DeMarcus Van, you know, our cornerbacks were poorly coached and we need DeMarcus Van Dyke to handle the, you know, have a different style. Um, It was all about recruiting, this entire move, which... You know, I think is what a lot of people expected. Miami did not recruit cornerbacks at the level that they probably should, considering the talent in South Florida. And um, he basically just thinks DeMarcus Van Dyke is better as a, I think he used the term closer, um, the guy who can go out to the schools and get these yes, guys locked in. Uh, you're exact. Um, true. So, I mean, he did not talk about DeMarcus Van Dyke, the coach, really at all. Um, and, you know, we don't know what he's going to be like as a coach, but um, so yeah, true. I think I mean, Hoping, I, I, I really, I do think that is the biggest question mark. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think that I mean all these moves kind of have the common thread to me of it's all about recruiting for Manny, right? Like these, yeah. That's what you need to win. I mean, you look at the national championship this year is between Alabama and Ohio State, and they were like the two 
They have, like, the two best recruited rosters, I think, ever, or two of, like, the top three or four ever in terms of, like, the most four-star, five-star kids. Um, yep. And, you know, Mike Rumpf has developed some guys really well at Miami. You know, Mike Jackson went from a three-star recruit to an NFL player. Um, you know, Trajan Bandu was a three-star recruit who was an all-conference corner. Um, even, you know, I think Al Blades has really improved year by year. Uh, to Corey Couch, obviously, took a big leap. But you got it, like, just imagine if instead of having Al Blades and DJ Ivy out there, you also had Patrick Sertan Jr. in, the, in that backfield, who's the guy that Miami a was a finalist point, for. Dave. Yeah. That's a very good point. Especially in the secondary, it's all about talent, I think. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because, well, but you still have to coach guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But talent, when, I, it's one of those positions where, you, you know, you just need a guy who can kind of run fast and cover there's not a whole lot of scheme. There's technique. There's technique, obviously, but there's not a lot of scheme in the secondary. Right. Well, I, I, I um, it's true, and it's kind of interesting when you think about, uh, you know, so Demarcus Van Dyke. Somebody has been has been named a coach, and you're not really sure how he coaches. Yeah. Yeah. But you, it's so interesting. And then the other guy who maybe was a good coach, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I I agree with you. The, when you think about it, the, the talent, his guys have played fairly well. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's, it's kind of inverse, you know, but the, they put him. Yeah, there's just a ceiling when you don't have, you know, Al Blades and DJ Ivy both could be, you know, NFL like level guys, you know, they could have good senior or junior senior seasons and be third day right. NFL draft picks. Like that wouldn't be surprising. Um, but you know, there's, there's a ceiling when you don't have a Patrick Sertan or a Tyson Campbell or Josh Job. you know, some of these potential first round cornerbacks who've Miami basically missed out on over the last couple of years that are from South Florida. Yeah. Really true. I, I love that he did something. I love Manny is a doer. Yes, that is. Yeah, there's no question that he's like trying to win, right? Like, that, that's yeah. there's there's no doubt about that. He is like a tinkerer, a guy who knows what's wrong and, and tries to fix it. Um, and, you know, he did it. You know, the one spot he kind of maybe didn't do it at was that linebacker spot with when he kept Blake Baker. But even then, he he made a change, um, and then was obviously able to make a second change when when the circumstances. Uh, presented itself. Uh, before we wrap up, Jess Simpson, uh, good to see him again? Yeah, it, it, it was good to see him again, and um, and I think he's he's going to do a great job. Yeah, I think uh, it's big. Um, I, obviously, they, they're trying to replace all the defensive ends right now, um, but they've got some really good defensive right. tackles, and the one year he was here was that monster Jared Willis year. So right. like, it's and good good time to really have someone much. who really leans on their defensive tackle play. Yeah, and they're they're very fortunate that Nesta Silvera and John Ford came back. Yeah, um, that's that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna make everything you know a, a lot better. Yeah, uh, I'll so. tell you what, um, you know, I, neither of us are experts on like the <laughs> nuances of playing defensive line, but uh, you know, just obviously yesterday was signing day and we've been doing our all county. So I've been talking to like a lot of high school coaches the last couple of days and um, just like, can you know, casual talk about some of the, especially if they've got kids going to Miami um, talk about some of like the coaching changes and 
Now, some of the, these defensive line guys, these defensive line coaches, right. like they worship Jess Simpson. <laughs> like they think he is so That's such a good coach, which makes me think he's a good coach. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure. And I mean, the guy, I, I, you know, he goes from he goes from Atlanta Falcons, <clears throat> excuse me, to UM, and then back to the Falcons again. Yeah. Yeah, and the only reason he's not there is because of the coaching change. Yeah, he basically went from so, high school to the Falcons, too. Like, he was at Georgia Southern right. for, like, True. two months or three months or something. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, for a short amount of time. Yeah, that is kind of cool, right? Yeah. High school, I mean. Basically, high school I, to the I, NFL, to Miami, to the NFL, back to Miami. Like, that's pretty good. you got <laughs> you got to figure it out. <laughs> That is pretty good. And high school is, uh, is obviously important. So Yeah. I mean, he's always – I've always thought he could be a really good recruiter in Georgia because, you know, he's one of the best – you know, it'd be like if um, – yeah, it'd be like if George Smith back in the day went to Miami. Like, you know, like Florida coaches are going to respect exactly. the guy who's exactly. like been the greatest, the winningest coach of all time. Like that. that's basically Jess Simpson. So um, Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's finish up there. Uh Got any final thoughts? Finish up there. That's that's great. And also tell people that uh, spring. Oh, right. Again. Spring football. What is it? March 13th? We don't know when the spring game is. Uh, that's to be determined. They, ha- they have to see some things. And we don't know anything else about spring. If we're allowed, probably not, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the spring game. I would guess the spring game will have fans. But we don't know for I would sure. I because the games had fans, especially if it's at Hard Rock. Just yeah, it'll just be social distancing, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, uh, it is interesting to note that they're being fl- they don't even really know when it's going to finish because they would like right now the dead period supposed to lift April fifteenth, and if that date doesn't get pushed back, it sounds like they want to get uh, some recruits at the spring game. So it's kind of a, a timeline to keep in mind. But, yeah, um, I think it will be. But what's your – I know we're, this is running too long, but I think it will be pushed back, by the way. What do you think? We'll see. I, I really don't know. If we've still got – they don't have to do it anytime soon. I would think we'll know by the end of the month. But um, it wouldn't surprise me if they finally lift it. Obviously, they'd have to have right. a lot of rules in place. But um, the trends are going in the right direction these days. So who knows? That's true. As someone who's getting married in May, I hope they lift it because it'd be mean things are going well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Details. Details. <laughs> All right. Let's finish there. Uh, you can follow Susan on Twitter at S Miller Degnan. You can follow me on Twitter at DB Wilson too. Um, probably take a couple weeks off here now that signing day is in the rear view. Uh, should be should be quiet around the Miami Hurricanes for a couple weeks. Uh, baseball getting started in a few weeks. Maybe we'll do a baseball episode before that season gets started. Um, or, or maybe after the opening series against Florida, once we've actually seen what the team looks yeah. like. Good idea. Yeah. Um, all right. Thanks as always for listening though. And, uh, we will talk to you guys, uh, later on. Take care, everyone.